Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. And we have some big news from the Chicago Bears. It is official. The search is over. Ryan Poles has been named the GM. And Matt Eberflus, the Colts defensive coordinator, has been named the team's newest head coach. So Eberflus, the 15, the 51-year-old defensive coordinator, uh, has been with the Colts for the past four seasons as the team's defensive coordinator. He's done a very good job in, in, in Indianapolis. Uh, we knew he was one of the the main finalists, along with uh, Doug, with uh, Dan Quinn and Jim Caldwell. And uh, I sort of was predicting or kind of thinking we were going to see Dan Quinn announced as the head coach. It made a lot of sense to me. You know, Poles uh, had a very good relationship with Dan Quinn's former quarterback in Matt Ryan. So it made a lot of sense for me to uh, have those two team up and, uh, and know, know with the Bears. But it's official. It uh, wasn't official yet, but the Bears have uh, announced that they are going to be hiring Eberflus instead. And Eberflus was really one of the first names who got announced that the Bears were going to be, be uh, interviewing. I didn't really think too much of it. I thought there's still a very good, excuse me, a very good chance we're going to see them go after somebody else, somebody with more experience. My original thought, uh, though, was <clears throat> was we were going to see Brian Flores become the team's next head coach. And uh, I wasn't really thinking too much about Matt Eberflus. I didn't really know a lot about him, but uh, I guess we're, this is where we're at now. Eberflus is going to be taking his first career head coaching job. He's never been a head coach at any level, so uh, it's the first time he has been a head coach before. Eberflus got his start in 92 at the age of 22 uh, as a graduate assistant uh, with the outside line and then he became the outside linebackers coach at Toledo. So uh, then eventually in uh, 1999 became the team's defensive back coach and then became the defensive coordinator at Missouri until 2008 uh, before he became the Cleveland Browns linebackers coach from 2009 to 2010 and then was the Dallas Cowboys linebacker coach from 2011 to 2017 before in 2018 he took the job with the Indianapolis Colts to become the defensive coordinator and uh there's been a lot of mixed decisions about this move I think there was a lot of people who would uh have said maybe Eberflus should not have even been a top option there was a lot of mixed opinions I'd say a little bit more a lot more people saying it was a good decision than a bad decision but I think there was also a lot of people who didn't really know a lot about Eberflus and I think that's why a lot of people were skeptical on the hire uh but his defense has done good the past couple years obviously 2020 was a great year for the Colts defense they were really revived uh and had a really good uh, resurgence, I guess, with Eberflus. And 2021 was also a pretty good year. There was moments where they didn't look great. They obviously weren't as dominant as they were in 2020. But they were still very good. Uh, they still had a lot. There still was a lot to uh, to be happy about with them. They brought in some uh, some new weapons. And they continued to get better. Uh, so, no, the Colts have done a very good job. He also has no the the uh, no has brought in some some talent on that defense like a Darius Leonard. And he's really helped him uh, become a star in the NFL. Uh, no Xavier Rhodes. No, he was he was a sort of a lost cause in Minnesota and had a great 2020 and is uh, is sort of you know trying to bring his career back from the dead. So uh, no Eberflus can be credited with a lot of good things there. There has been um, no some bad performances, but for the most part, Eberflus has ran a very consistent consistent defense in Indianapolis and I think that's what really matters here uh, for the Bears 
And uh, honestly, I was expecting, like I said, I was expecting Dan Quinn to be announced as the head coach. We sort of, I, I, it was sort of figured. I think we were going to see uh, a head coach, a head coach announced very soon here. I feel like we thought, um, no, we were possibly going to be seeing Caldwell, Eberflus, or Quinn announced very soon uh, with Ryan Poles, you no know, taking over the role and him getting a chance to interview all these guys and him getting a chance to uh, to really speak to these guys. Um, and let's just remember, this was Ryan Pohl's decision. This was not the decision of the McCaskies, or this was not the decision of George Hallis. This was this was his decision. No, he had a huge role in this in this hire, and apparently uh, they were even allowed to talk. Like GM candidates were allowed to talk to potential head coaches before they were even hired. So Ryan Poles was most likely talking to Matt Eberflus before he even was hired. Um, so. Really, this was the this is the big news today, and uh, it it was huge. It was some huge news there. Uh, and then some other news. It is a uh, it's a possibility, however, that uh, Kevin uh, Paluto, who is the Philadelphia Eagles passing game coordinator, could be potentially joining the Bears as an offensive coordinator uh, with Matt Eberflus. So this would be also a great move here. Um, so after you know after Eberflus got hired, it became it uh, became very aware they were going to need a new offensive coordinator, and it, there's potential. We're going to be seeing uh, Kevin Pol- uh, Pol- uh, Patulu Patulo do it. Um, so uh, Patulo left Texas A&M in 2018 to join the Indianapolis Colts uh, Colts staff uh, with Frank Reich, uh, and then he ended up being hired by the Eagles when he uh, when Nick Sirianni was hired to be the head coach of the Eagles. He left with him. Um, so. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind this at all. I think this would be a great move for the Bears. Um, I, I don't know a lot about uh, Patulo, but I do know he. Though the Eagles ran a very good offense this season, so um, I would be. I would be okay with this. I think also pairing him with Eberflus again would be a great decision. But um, Bears, a lot of news today, a lot of stuff to break down. Uh, but. Uh, right now, I'm pretty happy with the uh, with the hire that the Bears have made here. So uh, now let's turn to some other news. Start talking about the Bulls, who last night defeated the Raptors 111 to 105. Now improving their record to 30 and 17 on the year. Raptors now fall to 23 and 23 on the season. DeMar DeRozan with a great game in this one, 29 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Zach Levine with 23, uh, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists. Vucevic with 17, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists in this one. So the Bulls, uh, their offense was back in this one. Their offense played a really good role. Uh, the first half was not even close. Bulls got off to a very big lead uh, going into halftime. And however, the uh, the fourth quarter got a little bit close there. The Bulls, uh, at one point in the final minute, the game was in within three points for the Raptors. Uh, a clutch Nikola Vucevic three-pointer ended up pretty much putting the game out of reach for Toronto, but uh, still a great win for the Bulls in this one. Uh, they were able to uh, to fend off a Raptors team that has been pretty good on the season, so uh, this was a nice win for the Bulls. This gets them right back on track. Uh, so now the Bulls are currently sitting in second place uh, in the Eastern Conference, 30-17 and 17 right now. Heat currently in first with a 31-17 and 17 record. The Nets have now dropped to fourth place with three straight losses. They are now 29 and 19 on the year, and the Cavs 30 and 19 on the year. They have won three straight so far. So, a lot of movement up there uh, in the top of the Eastern Conference. Hopefully, the Bulls' second straight win here will be able to uh, to right the ship here a little bit. 
And now let's turn to the Blackhawks, who defeated the Red Wings last night, 8-5, improving their record to 16-20-7 on the year. Detroit now falls to 18-19-6 on the season. This game was highlighted by the first career hat trick for Dylan Strom. He puts up four points in this one, the three goals, and then an assist. Hawks got back in track in this one though. They had only scored six five-on-five goals in their in their in their previous six games, and then the first quarter they had the first period. I mean, uh, they had three goals, three five-on-five goals uh, in that period alone. So the Hawks uh, really took it to Detroit immediately. Four goals in the first period. Uh, Detroit, however, would have a really good second period. The Hawks would be very sluggish. Uh, they would bring it into a they would bring it within a one-goal game, making it four to three. Uh, however. Hawks came right back in the third period and uh, and kept putting up goals, four goals in that period. So uh, goals in this one uh, were definitely not hard to come by. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury in this one, 28 saves on 33 shots. Hawks got to Alex Nedeljkovic early, who got the start. Uh, he had 12 saves on 16 shots. Calvin Pickard with 18 saves on 21 shots. So uh, Hawks with a great game. The offense definitely got going in this one uh, against this Detroit team. Debrinkit, uh, Strom with the hat trick. Debrinkit with two goals as well as as well as an assist Hagel with a goal and assist Seth Jones with two assists Patrick Kane with two assists uh Dominic Kubalik with a goal and Sam Lafferty with a goal so that's actually his first Hawks goal this season so uh Hawks getting back on track here this is now the uh the win that will snap their losing streak here so they now sit into in second to last place in the central division right now Hawks next game will be against the Avalanche tomorrow uh in Chicago so the Avalanche the team who the Hawks just lost to recently They've been one of the hottest teams in hockey, if not the hottest team in hockey. So that's going to be a tough game as well. Never going to be an easy game going against as uh, talented of a team as uh, Colorado. And then the Hawks also made some roster moves. Uh, Colin Delia has been recalled from Rockford and backup goaltender Arvid Soderblom and defenseman Kale Morris are both going to be heading to Rockford. So, uh, oh, actually not defenseman. I mean, uh, goaltender Kale Morris uh, will both be heading to uh, Rockford. So, uh Hawks uh, making some roster moves after a uh, nice win. So hopefully the Hawks will get back on track here. But that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I will see you guys tomorrow.